Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. We're in the middle of the mini-series on Let's Talk Tips. Today we're going to talk about some ideas, a few ideas for ending bedtime struggles with the help of AOTA fact sheets. Hopefully this helps you. If it, if you are anything like myself, when it comes to bedtime, it's not always the easiest, especially when the kids are the cutest and they don't want to go to sleep and they don't feel like they're ready to go to sleep anyway. A lot of times it's the end of the day. The little one is extremely cute in the dinosaur-covered pajamas, if you have like we do. And there's just one thing between the early evening and some relaxation time for the parents, the dreaded bedtime. And as Joey Dahl, O-T-D-O-T-R-L, explains, as human beings, we all crave routine. It's what helps our brain function effectively. It's especially true for the bedtime routine for children. And children need to know that the daily routine of going to bed is going to be consistent. Consistency is key so they get the sleep they need to recharge and be able to engage as fully as possible in play and school to ensure good development. A lot of times, we tried different bedtimes earlier and then middle and then later, and the kids, our kids who are 3 and 17 months now, they always wake up at the same time, always at about 6. So we figured, why not get them to bed a little earlier, and I don't care if they sleep or they play in the crib, as long as they're in the rooms ready for bedtime. This way they fall asleep when they're really ready, and they could play until then, and then hopefully they get as much sleep as possible, and then we also get a little bit of relaxation time for us to hang out as parents together and then the kids get their relaxation time so we have a few tips thanks to the AOTA fact sheets for successfully sending children off to dreamland establish a specific bedtime routine for us we switch off every other day to do baths and then I always switch it off with bath and laundry bath and laundry otherwise it would be too much for me in one day and then we also try to keep it to the 630 around bedtime especially if we're doing dinner at the five o'clock arena and zone and then we switch over to bath time on bath time nights and then try to get them in by that time and then they could uh, play together or talk together or sing together which is very cute to listen to as well but it has to be a routine. We select the bedtime based on the child's age and schedule and stick to it even on weekends and even on vacation. So wherever we go even with other people or with different surroundings I try as much as possible as much as we can. Of course we have to have a little flexibility but as much as possible to try to stick to that routine to that time. Share reminders that bedtime is coming throughout the evening by establishing the upcoming evening activities of eating dinner, playtime, bath time, and putting on pajamas. We also try to have a book, Blinader. Every night we do, we call it's Bubby's Got the Beat. It's from PJ Library, a cute book about the visiting Booby and getting ready for the Sabbath. It's just a cute book. Our three-year-old actually knows all the words to it and finishes off the sentences. And even the little one also says a lot of the words. It's very cute. So that's part of the routine we try to do. We try to do. Blinander. Establish a regular sequence of events that includes your child's participation, such as choosing books to read and songs to sing and asking the child what comes next. When we put them to sleep also, we have nighttime songs. And then we also, in the morning, 
when we try to remember Blinder, we have morning songs also. So they know when they wake up, they say, Good morning, Mommy. Good morning, Abba, which is Hebrew for Dad. And then at night, we have the songs also. So they know, and it's part of the routine. And when they hear the songs, when they go up, they already know what's coming. Help the child relax. To help the child unwind, avoid caffeine, exercise and TV immediately before bedtime, focus on cleaning up toys. You could sing the clean up, clean up, everybody, everywhere song and, and things like like that and playing music to help the child calm down and signal that bedtime is arriving for a lot of kids the bath time is actually a relaxer for some kids it's a stimulant but depending on the kid you what you could do you could also have the white noise you could have different smells and different lights you could also see the sensory podcasts about this those are different ideas that could be used at bedtime as well ensure that the child is safe prevent sids sudden infant death syndrome god forbid by keeping blankets and stuffed animals out of the crib place night lights in the bedroom and bathroom for trips to the potty to get the kid to be able to go back and forth, especially for older kids, so they know how to get from one to the other. Keep blind cords out of reach and consider bed rails or a bedside pillow bedside to prevent uncushioned falls out of bed. We have a, a cute little thing on the floor. It's matching to his um, crib sheet, and that's on the floor. It's not very cushioned, but it matches, and it's just something on the floor, especially if he throws his toys out of the crib once he's done playing with them as he goes to sleep. Help the child feel comfortable. Make Checking the closet and under the bed, part of the routine for kids who are afraid of monsters, quote-unquote. See Monsters, Inc. and Monsters University for what they're talking about with quote-unquote monsters as an example. Fictional. Consider sensory issues like scratchy or too tight pajamas, room temperature, lighting, and kitchen smells. Support the child by instilling confidence that he or she can overcome anxieties or fear that or fears that interfere with sleep. And the last tip is to foster sleeping independence. At two months of age, place a child in bed prior to being asleep so he or she can learn to fall asleep independently. Older children should go to bed at an established time every day, even if they do not feel tired. Sleep is one of the main many, many daily occupations, activities that occupational therapy practitioners help to promote. If a child has trouble maintaining a healthy bedtime routine or has consistent issues with falling asleep and staying asleep, an OT, an occupational therapist, can conduct an evaluation to identify a potential underlying health concern and or provide additional strategies. And we always want you to remember, especially as Ms. Dahl says over here, occupational therapists play a pivotal role in helping children and adults to live life to its fullest potential. Life, living life to its fullest is one of our slogans here in OT land as, and as per through the AOTA. And OTs can offer advice on how to make sleep something the child sees as part of a good, healthy lifestyle and reduce the stress of everyone in the family. Of course, if you need any more tips or you feel like there's a real problem going on with sleep time and it's affecting the day, you could always talk to an in-person OT or you could always reach out further to us or to other methods and other things, you could always go to AOTA.org as well. Join us next time here on OT Talk with Mr. T as we talk about some tips for remembering medication for all ages, just a few ideas how to keep on those pills and how to make sure that you take them, especially if you need to take them every day. And I'm your host, Mr. T.